Because you're obsessed with voting. I'm obsessed with voting. I'm obsessed with a couple things. Okay. Um, the idea of what bangs would look like in my life, having had them in the past, and also the stress that it causes me. Um, also, okay. in general, Parks and Rec and yeah. Superman. Yeah. And also voting. And that's yeah. Kelly Clarkson's career. She's probably going to EGOT, and I'm the first one to say that publicly. I've said it multiple times. And I think that's kind of it. Yeah. So for those who aren't obsessed with voting, do like, do all your friends just sit around and talk about voting? How, like, because you have my, not you have my America, but also we're the people like you were an anomaly in your friends. Okay. Yes. Um, it's not that I'm an anomaly. A lot of, some of them, I say a lot of them, some of them talk about politics with me, but um, I think that a lot of them are just like, don't bring it up. And a lot of them can see, you know, when you're walking and you're, um, you're like, what's that? You are having a nice jaunt and then you feel something on the ground that doesn't feel quite right. And then you look, there's a train coming. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I think. And then you're like, oh, let me leave this area. That's how a lot of people feel when we get into the neighborhood of um, voting. <laughs> they try and distract me with something else. <laughs> That's why you handed baby sometimes because they're just like, here, take the baby because you also do enjoy, you know, little humans. Yeah. And let me tell you, those little humans know all about voting. I haven't get down with them. My um, tiniest best bud, who is five now, um, who I don't understand why her parents allow me to spend so much time with her, but they do. When she was a baby, I used to um, walk her around the apartment to try and get her to go to sleep. I would tell her about voting and also Kelly Clarkson's career trajectory. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I know you're not. I know you're not. Spoiler alert. Her career trajectory starts before American Idol, and it's a fascinating story. <laughs> I'm sure it is. That'll be a future episode. The thing oh my is, God, really? No, really? No, okay. I'm just then don't, then don't distracting do you with dreams. Uh, but the thing is, like you, stu- you, you still do talk to your friends about it. And one of the things we've talked about recently is the idea that we're the people, but we, we were talking about how to help expand its impact, how to bring more people in and how to engage would-be voters. Mm -hmm. And one of the things you said really struck a chord with me about like, well, if I could just get each volunteer to commit to getting three of their friends to vote, Mm -hmm. it would go so far. And I thought, man, but how do you do that? How do you even talk to your friends and family and acquaintances and networks about voting and politics to get them when like voter apathy is a real problem in this country. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. that's one of those things that I wanted to ask you about. And so what do you say we dive into how to talk to your, how to talk about voting and politics with your friends? Let's do it. So welcome back to my America where we are talking, as you heard about how to talk about voting and politics with your friends, because yeah. we want to expand the footprint and influence of we're the people, which is mm-hmm. close to both of our hearts. Um, mm-hmm. Technic, not technically a sponsor, but we'll call it that because we're paying ourselves nothing. Well, yeah. <laughs> so let's make we're the people a sponsor. There you go. Um, <laughs> but we're talking about how to, how, to, how to decrease voter apathy and increase voter engagement, right? Yeah. And what was... So tell me about your idea. Tell the listeners, both of them, about your idea. Sure. So first of all, remember, we have four now. Yes. And so normally we make 
um, what I think that you think is a joke, and I think that my broken mind thinks it's real, which is we're fixing these things. You say like, oh, we solved it. We solved um, student loan forgiveness. We solved should the Senate be abolished. We so solved is there room for Justice League? <laughs> Supreme Court. <laughs> is there room for Justice League? I, think uh, there I is. have a lot of thoughts on that too. We could do another podcast episode about that. Is it? But it's Justice League, <laughs> or is it the Avengers? Because we're trying to get a Avengers. It's. I mean, one of the other. Those are two, two very universes, separate. Yeah. But could exist together sure. in harmony. No. Listen. We, 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 we make we make jokes about those things being solved, but I'm I'm not kidding you. And I like I'm genuinely not kidding. I'm gonna solve this. Yes. This episode. And I firmly believe maybe this is stupid, but you know what? Whatever. Like maybe let's let's this is like such an earnest little episode for me. Like maybe this is wild to even think this. But maybe right now we gotta have kind of wild thoughts because voter apathy is a serious problem. And it is yes. not a one one easy checkmark problem. There are a lot of reasons that people don't vote. And I'm not going to explain them all right now. I'm just going to explain how to get your friends to vote. And maybe, like, I firmly believe that we're the people who can increase voter turnout yep. exponentially. And I believe that all of that with you, like we do make those jokes about, we, yeah, we solved it and we don't solve anything, but we have discussions and that's important. That's huge. Having mm -hmm. these discussions is critical to the continued growth and progression of our country. Mm -hmm. And voting is a big part of that. I remember at before I turned 18, how like politics wasn't huge in my home growing up, but it was talked about. Um, and it was definitely through the lens of a conservative and Republican lens. And that's fine. Most of the time, but yeah. it's <laughs> sorry, but it was, I know I would make the jokes, but it was talked about, right. We did talk about it. We talked about who was voting for it. I remember going one time with my mom when she voted and how important it was to her to vote and so like that was but it wasn't to the degree that you talk about with with your little <laughs> buddy and others um but it was important so i knew that when i turned 18 i was going to do two things i was going to it's not register for the draft but whatever that is of course i'm in my 40s now so what were you gonna what what but it's but like you you like register at 18 you're like yep i'm 18 and so while i won't be drafted there is a civil service something anyway Whatever that is. The I government did that. knows you're 18. If they need a draft, they know. I mean, I mean, I know. They're coming. But whatever that was. But then also <laughs> register to vote. That was the biggest. I, I couldn't wait to vote. And that first time I voted, I was so excited to vote. And so while I don't necessarily nerd out to your degree, I, I do bow to your nerdness in this one. <laughs> I was excited about it. And I have voted in damn near every election that I can since. There may have been a couple where I didn't realize it because there was no coverage. I didn't, and I wasn't paying attention or because I maybe had moved. And it wasn't registered yet or whatever, but like I vote in every election, not just every four years for the main presidential. I vote in my local elections for school board members and everything, but I, but I've always voted and I've always been interested in that. So I don't, I don't, I can't fathom the people who just don't want to vote. Now I do understand there's a lot of disenfranchisement. Yes. And there's a lot of difficulty. Yes. And we won't go into that in this episode, but a lot of the information is at we're the people.org. In other places, you can you can certainly find that, and maybe we'll talk about that in a different episode. But for those who just go, ah, nah, eh, when like what, why not? And so being able to talk to them about that is really important. Mm -hmm. So how do we end voter apathy? Exactly like that conversation. So first of all, you said a couple things. Yeah. One, your mom took you to go vote. 
That is very important. When your parents are able to take you to go vote, when they go vote, take you with them as you're, when you're a kid, that's important, just like it's important that parents talk about politics, it, you know, in general or specifics or whatever at home, just because, you know, you're you're picking up on that kind of stuff through osmosis. You're understanding the importance of it, um, regardless of, you know, if you agree with your parents, disagree with your parents, that those conversations at home are very important. But that also assumes that someone's parents are voting and then therefore or oh, yeah. they're, you know, able to get off of work and get you out of, you know, after school over to go vote with them, all that kind of stuff. So um, but those things do lead to people vote. voting is habitual. Once you can kind of figure out <laughs> how to do it um, and, you know, where to go and all that kind of stuff, which really people does. But it's the conversations, right? That's what we're talking about. There's like a, a ton of different aspects about how to get people to go vote. But a one-on-one -on -one conversation, like you and I talked about, it's a pyramid scheme for voting. We want you to get three friends to go register to vote and, and help them to make sure they actually show up on the day and actually go vote. Um, and the way that you do it is through conversation, but not like a, hey, like, first of all, there's, it can be embarrassing. You don't want to embarrass your friends, right? You're talking about like your friends, not you know, somebody you barely know that you're going up to. You're talking about your actual friends. You don't want to embarrass your actual friends. So you're not trying to have a conversation with them in front of a million people and call them out and be like, you didn't vote. Why aren't you voting? I have found that the times that I've had these conversations have been one-on-one -on -one in like a very casual environment. Um, like you said with me, all roads kind of lead to politics. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> There's no off ramp, unfortunately. I'm sorry, friends. Um, and, and let me let me address, like just real quick, if I may. But like that's important because everything is political. Truly, mm -hmm. when our rights are at risk, or whether it's dis redistricting, or it's who can get mortgages, or whatever it is, like our life is politics, and for so many people, is politics in a negative way. Because guess what? As a cisgender straight white male, I just have all the rights. And so nothing's political for me because guess what? I don't have to worry about it. But in all reality, there are those who don't. And so everything really is political. But also it is all political for you too, because you and I are having this conversation over the internet. Broadband access is political. The roads right. you drive on is political. Yeah. Roads is? Roads is, <laughs> yes. Roads is um, it, Yes. You know, that's so what everything is political. <clears throat> As much as your friends maybe don't like that. <laughs> and and it's important to remind them that true. like politics doesn't elections aren't waiting for you. Dan, if you say I'm not voting in this election because I don't like this candidate, you think an election's gonna be like that's no, he does bring up some good points. I think we'll hold <laughs> off until we can bring in some other candidates here that Dan likes. Then, then no, all it does is give somebody else twice the voting power. Because yep. now you're not voting, so they get twice the power. And maybe it's something that you're not going to like. Okay, I interrupted you. My apologies. No, no, no. Um, so, yeah, that's one of the things. It's like you want to have direct one-on-one -on -one conversations. You want to have it in a way that's not embarrassing to your friends. There's no such thing as a non-voter. There's only, you know, someone who hasn't voted yet. So there's possibility in it. When you remember that there's possibility in it, and when you remember that you love your friends, and the purpose of having the conversation is because you also love something else and your their vote is important to you then you can come at it with a little bit more empathy we're not perfect we can't all be kim 
Some of us have to be Dan's true. in this world. There are some Dan's in the world. Yeah, I flipped that joke that I normally make about <laughs> myself. Um, you know, it, we're not perfect. It's fine. Your friend doesn't, hasn't voted yet. That's fine. But don't be afraid to have a conversation with them about like, hey, as a reminder, there's an election coming up, the midterm elections. Are you planning on voting in them? No? Okay. Can I ask why? You don't like the candidates? Okay. Is there something that you do like? You know, it comes down to what are you passionate about, right? We talked about this. Find your why. Why are you voting? What is the thing that you are passionate about? And it's on the ballot. I guarantee it's on the ballot regardless of whether there's, you know, a, a actual like measure on the ballot for you to vote for or against. Maybe it's legalizing weed and, and this year that's not on the ballot, even though it should be because that will bring people to go vote. <laughs> candidates are going to have positions on those things. No candidates. Perfect. So they're going to disagree with you on something or you're going to disagree with them on some things. So, yeah. so it, I hear you say, if you bring it up and they say, well, I just, I just don't like voting. I don't know. It's just too much. You don't say, why don't you vote dummy? Don't do that. <laughs> no. Unless that's but how you I, talk to your friends normally, then I mean, whatever, man, everyone's relationship is their own, I guess. <laughs> right. But what I do hear you say is, but it's okay to ask them why. Yeah. Not why, but, oh, you don't like, tell, tell me more about that. How, how come you don't like voting? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, have you thought about why it's important? Have you thought about some issues that might matter to you in the future or others that you care about? Like it's those kind of conversations without shaming them or demeaning them. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You also had a really good example of somebody that you sat with and asked them a very specific question. Yeah. You mind sharing that story? Yeah, uh, I'm going to share it in vague terms. I, a uh, friend of mine, this was years ago, um, was just a, not a voter previously to this. Not a non-voter, because remember, there's no such thing as a non-voter. There's only people that haven't voted yet. This person had not voted, um, either like regularly or honestly, maybe ever. Uh, and we would talk about it a little bit. So a good friend of mine, so she, this was... You know, I had already done the documentary or most of the documentary was already done. We're the people like I'd already filed the paperwork. Um, so she know she knew how passionate I was about voting. And I also conversely knew that she didn't really um, care about voting. And that's fine. Not everybody needs to care at the same level that you care about everything that you care about. Right. People care about their own things you know what i mean yeah. so that's fine that doesn't make somebody less of a friend um but we were talking about the an, an upcoming election um which i was very passionate about uh, and i said please tell me you're going to vote in this election and they said no why would i it doesn't matter i said let me throw out an example for you here is something that you're incredibly passionate about. I'm I'm telling you that while it's not on the docket, like there's no measure that you'll vote for or against it. I am telling you that if you do not vote and this other candidate wins, that thing that you care about is gone. That That's not a maybe. That's a for sure that will happen for that. That will go away. That right that you that is that you care about is gone like that and and i can send you the literature like if you want to see quotes of this candidate talking about it i'm happy to send it your way but it's game over for that 
And that is a, you know, that that's not like maybe that's not your vote doesn't matter. Like your vote does count because it will determine who wins and whether or not you can continue to have this right available to you. And they did vote in that election because I, I knew because this is a good friend of mine and I know what they care about and what they don't care about. So talking about something like college education maybe wouldn't have been the thing to get through to them because they're not necessarily passionate about that. But it, this one thing, though, talking to them about that, making it like this is personal and this is how it directly affects you. Tart, you know, drove it home and they voted in that election and they and then, have voted in every election since. Yeah. OK, because making that oftentimes making that first step makes it habitual. huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also it becomes a little bit easier to have the conversation, right? Because now I know that they have voted. So then now I get to be like, you did it last time. Come on. <laughs> it was so easy. Now we can add shame to the conversation. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, you can like, it's a little bit. E- I saw something on Twitter the other day that was like a great reminder, a great life reminder is that uh, when you jump into a freezing cold pool, it is only freezing cold at first. And then it warms up. Mm-hmm. Like you, you just have to jump in once and you'll warm up. You know, you have to bridge that conversation once and then it's easier to have the conversation. And I'm not saying that like this is an easy conversation all the time. I get it. Like I, it's hard. It can be hard to talk about something with your friends if you haven't talked about it yet. But you also have to think about what's harder. What are, what are you willing to risk? for something that you feel passionate about. Are you willing to risk having a slightly difficult conversation that will ease up because this is your friend in service of something that you truly love? Like say, um, free college education. You know what I mean? If you, if that is something that you feel truly passionate about, are you willing to risk just like an awkward conversation at first that will warm up with your friend, with a, a good friend and make sure that they're voting? So when, when we were talking about this, I was picturing like, okay, so I'm going to, we jokingly called it a pyramid scheme for voting. Yeah. Like you bring in three of your friends, they'll bring in three of their friends. And then we got nine and then we got that. And then like, we got them. <laughs> so I'm th- like, my digital mind goes right to like, well, I'm going to tweet about it, but it really isn't about that. It's about building relationships and having those conversations. Right. Yeah. Because that is. I think in my mind, what I have always wanted to do with we're the people to kind of set us apart is because, well, first of all, I can't come in myself into a space where people have already been organizing and working and then just jump in and assume I can do the same thing and be successful in that. So let's, you know, when I was thinking about what we're the people could do, I was trying to be a little bit pragmatic about it, which is kind of wild when you think about just knowing me in general, like I'm rarely pragmatic, often just jump right in. Um, But I can't, you know, there's a space that's already being um, fulfilled and people are able to spend a lot of time and money telling large groups of people that they should go vote. And there's nothing wrong with that. That genuinely works. But the um, habitual voting part of it comes from like knowing that your friends and family are doing it. They when they when Facebook started putting the I voted sticker, like making Mm -hmm. that available to you and you can put that on your you can post that on your uh, photo or status or whatever. Yeah, that actually increased voter turnout. Okay, 
So social can help amplify it. Yeah. But it, but what it comes down to is like, it, it's not because it's necessarily social media. It's because it's your friends. Right. Voted. So then you're more likely to go vote. So then having a conversation deepens that. I don't know if I have any other thoughts on it necessarily. It seems so simple. I know it seems simple, but it's, you know, it's not easy. Simple and easy are two different things. Oh yeah. Right. And it takes, it takes time. It takes effort. It takes an interest. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we tend to think in every four years, presidential elections, but honestly, it's every two years. And actually there are elections every single year. There are elections every single month. Is it every and month? The really? smaller the election, not every single place, every single month. No, right. But like there are, are always elections happening in this country. Yeah. The smaller the election, the more important your vote is because it it weighs more because voter turnout is less. It's like 12% in a school board election. Yeah. I mean, it's so, so small. So then your vote counts for, you know, 12% was at like 4.5% or your, your vote is like 4.5 times more weighted so if you want to look at it that way that's cool then you're in charge you're more in charge (laughs) you're more in charge there you go you're more in charge boss lady (laughs) but it's also you know it that kind of stuff is the smaller the election the more targeted it is and think about what somebody can do as a mayor of your city versus the president it's very important to vote in a presidential election obviously but it is as important or more important to vote in a mayoral election because that person is in charge of literally like your stop signs and speed limits. Right. Same with your city council, your school board, all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've long, long thought about that. Like I have voted in every presidential election, but also I kind of say to myself, doesn't really matter. I know it matters, but I'd say it doesn't really matter. I'm voting in in Michigan. I'm voting in my elections, my local elections. That's where my vote matters. Now it matters every one of them. I know that, but that's my, my perspective is I'm voting in those small ones because of that power. Yeah. Cause it is so important. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. So then just talk to your friends and family. If this moves you just begin to ask them and have those personal conversations, get to know your friends. Don't be afraid to talk about politics because you, you can and should. And those of us who are talking about it to our friends and family, do it with grace and no shame. Like just be open. It's okay. And if you disagree with them on some stuff, like that's okay too. Right. I mean, we, we should, we should do, we should talk about how to debate without ostracizing others. Yeah. We should do a lesson on that one of these days. Yeah. Maybe next episode. Tune because in. You, you, you want to have a relationship with your friends where you can have that kind of conversation. Right. Yeah. You also want to have a relationship with your friends where you don't want to come off making them feel bad about something. Right. hundred percent. Don't judge capital J. Be curious, not judgmental. There you go. Ted Lasso. Walt Whitman. Lasso. It's almost as good as Michael Scott Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Michael Scott Wayne Gretzky. (laughs) Uh, Good stuff, Kim. Where, so where do you send people to start help start thinking about this kind of thing? So we're going to launch 
I'm deciding this now so that I have to do it by the time this election, this episode airs, by the time this election airs. Oh, my God. Uh, by the time this episode airs. Um, we're going to launch a program where so we do this voter pledge thing. At we're the people. I think that's what sets us a little bit apart is that you pledge to be a voter. Not it's not a drive to make you register to vote, but actually get out there and pledge to be a voter. And then we'll help you. Step one in taking that pledge is making sure that you register. Your registration is up to date. But then, you know, there's other things that we're going to do to help make you a better, stronger, more habitual voter, including like teaching you what people who are elected do. Um, where are your elections? What are your state's election laws? All that kind of stuff. Um, but this year, what we want to do is empower you to help get your friends to pledge to vote. And truly, we just want you to get three. If you think you can get more, that's awesome. We support you. If you think you can get three, also awesome. <laughs> that's three more voters than we would have had before. And that's important. That's vital, right? So we're going to give you all the tools you need. You'll have your own personal QR code. You can go to, that's like your specific <laughs> website for getting your friends to register to vote. And then we'll have resources about what to do to, to move from, okay, check, they're registered all the way to election day check if they've actually voted check as in like check it off the list not check that we can see that they voted them, yeah. we can't do that um what we will not so we will help you in any way possible the ways that we cannot helpful help you but you know it's kind of big picture more helpful is um tell you who to vote for tell you where to stand on different issues um any kind of you know pro or against the candidate, all that kind of stuff. That's not going to be, it's, it is truly nonpartisan. So none of that will come from us, yep. but we will, we can help lead you to other, you know, nonpartisan sites that have the information if you're researching candidates, but. Mm -hmm. um, so we're, Oh, I forgot to say the place to go to. <laughs> we're the people.org. We're the people.org. And by the time you hear this, it'll be on the website. <laughs> And by the time you hear this, how many days are left? Well, by the time this airs, how many days are left until the midterm elections of 2022? 257. Which means fewer days to get registered. Some states have register and vote on the same day. Many don't. Mm -hmm. And so, Also, you want to way less days probably for your primary. Way less days. Yeah. because And the primaries are incredibly important too because there's more candidates to choose from. So if you're... Yeah. They are in November going, well, I didn't like any of these people. Okay, but where were you in the primaries? Right. Yep. I, yeah. Good stuff. Thanks for- Stressful stuff. Stressful stuff. Thanks for sharing it with me because uh, I know we had this discussion before and I was just so interested in how you how you approach it because my thought was like, well, mass mass media, so to speak, but that's like, that's like I mean, rock the vote and others and that's fine, but this is a much more- Rock the vote does excellent work. Yep. And they do it well, and it and it does get the job done. But first of all, we don't have the budget or the staffing yeah. to be rock the vote, so we can you know we can only do what we can do. Yeah. And this is about relationships, not registering to vote. This is about mm -hmm. pledging to vote and building relationships and just getting people to talk about this stuff, have these conversations. Sometimes they're not going to be easy conversations, but that's okay. Sometimes you're mm -hmm. going to talk to somebody who wants to vote because they disagree with you. Okay, let's get our votes out there. Yeah, we all we all deserve to have a voice, all of us. Yes. Even if I don't want to hear it, <laughs> people don't, I, what I have to respect is that not everybody wants to hear my voice. So <laughs> I have to respect that everyone else gets to have the chance to, for me You've to grown. be mad about their voice. You, you have know? so much growth, Kim. 
so so mature. Well, it's like you're getting old. My word of the year. No, I'm getting mature. Very young. You're not mature. Basically a fetus. I cannot wait until I'm old enough to register to vote. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we're the people.org. We will we want to support you also. So there will, you know, we're, we'll have resources. Like we want to make this truly like we talked about this, you and I, Dan, off air, um, a community. Mm-hmm. So we can all, it, you know, it's not just like us on the board. It's all of us working together to support each other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's yeah. an important thing. It's a very important thing. So talk to your friends and family about voting and maybe some politics as well, but definitely talk about voting. Get definitely out there and vote for their issues. Voting. Yeah. And of course, we're the people is on social media. We're the people. Mm-hmm. Um, My America is on social at My America Pod. Mm-hmm. You're on social. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want me to say it? At Kim Moffat, right? Kim Moffat. Kim Moffat on Instagram and Twitter. Kim Moffat is here on TikTok. We're the people is, we're the people on Twitter. We're the people O-R-G, org. We're the people org on Instagram and Facebook. There you go. And dot org on uh, the internet. On the internet. And I'm at Dan Moyle on the socials. Hit us up, have conversations with us about voting and how, tell us your story about the first time you voted. Or if you never have voted, let us know about that, even in a private message so that you're not public. That's fine. We yeah. want to know that you're ready to start voting. We, we support you. People send me messages through where the people and also through my own personal Instagram, truly like all the time, people that I don't know. And I love it because they, they just, you know, are a friend of a friend and know that I can help lead them to resources. And yeah, I, I uh, reach out to us because we're always happy to, even if it's just on the day and you have a question on the day or you're just like, hey, I don't do. Is there an election? I saw that maybe there's an election, but is it for me? I don't think so. Can you check? We, very happy. It's my favorite thing. Great to have so many resources available for voting. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks for listening to our four listeners, maybe five today. We'll see. We'll um, see. Send us an email, myamericapod at gmail.com. Tell us how you're listening and where. Are you walking? Are you driving? Are you just sitting in your mom's basement getting ready to Twitch? That's cool. live stream gaming. Uh, I know what Twitch is. I'm oh, hip. Cool. I'm young. Sure. Yeah. Uh, my America is at the storytellers network.com slash my America. We are there and uh, leave us reviews on the stuff. Okay. Tell your friends about us, tell them about voting, but also tell them, Hey, this my America podcast is really pretty cool. So there you tell go. Them both. Tell them both. Why not both? My America is a production of the storytellers network. This show is written and produced by Kim Moffat and Dan Moyle. Kim takes care of editing and graphics while Dan helps with episode production on the web. Both Dan and Kim run social media. For more information on the show, including past episodes, visit the storytellersnetwork.com slash myamerica. Great job, Dan.